Hey y'all, you are tuned in to season two of the Powerhouse Lash podcast. This podcast is my diary to the Lash community where I share my highs, lows, lessons, rants, all things based on my journey as a lash artist. My heart is to share the reality of what it's really like to build a lash business. And I hope that these episodes help you feel seen, validated, educated, humored, and make your journey a little bit easier. I'm your host, T The Brand, and I'm glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Powerhouse Lash Podcast. I'm your host, T The Brand, Lash Brand Growth Specialist, and I'm glad you're here. That simply means that I help lash artists increase their clientele and grow their businesses with tailored and calculated strategies. So if you're a lash artist or a business owner, generally looking to increase your clientele, figure out how you can create a strong brand identity online, on social media, if you need some accountability, you need somebody to really help you strategize and make the dreams happen, make the goals be your reality, hit me up and let's talk about it. You can always DM me the word powerhouse on Instagram and my Instagram handle is at powerhouse lashes by TTB. So that's that on that. Um, Get the social media marketing and branding growth class, which is called build like a powerhouse. And if you're ready, join the mentorship program up front, you go ahead and enter into a three month relationship with me as your mentor. And during that time, we are really working, really planning, strategizing and getting it in. I require three months for mentorship um, starting out because I want people to have realistic timeframes to see some actual change and progress and growth within their business. Starting something and doing it for a couple of weeks, that's not going to get you anywhere. But consistency is key. And that is what I am teaching you to do in addition to everything else you may need to help move your business. So um, with the mentorship program, you get two one-on-one calls a month. You and I will hop on a virtual session and we are talking about your goals and we are picking your goals apart um, using a system that I teach in the class to help make the goal more realistic. We're setting timelines and deadlines for the goals and I'm there with you to hold you accountable, to support you, to help you think about things a different way. A lot of times what I see or what I experience as well is you get a lot of information from social media and you think it's enough to get you through um, your your goals or whatever, building your business. And that's just not how it is. A lot of times people are just giving you, you know, small, small sprinkles of information, but the meat of it and how to connect it, that's what we do in my class. So yeah, you get the two one-on-one, um, coaching calls and you get a master class with all of the mentees. And that's where we, um, get on, a virtual call and I'm teaching on something that can really help you move and grow your business. Um, and it's usually based on what I've, you know, just kind of summed up everybody needs from those um, individual calls. In addition to that, you are added to a community group chat. It's a private chat and it's only mentees in there. And that's for um, just updates, for encouragement, for support, any common questions you may have. You also get my phone number so that you can reach out to me anytime that you feel stuck, need a little extra help, need a little extra clarity. And y'all, I do not keep information gatekeep information. Like one of our master classes last month, one of the mentees wanted to know my creative process. She's like, when you get ready to make a reel or to create content, like how are you doing it? 
so intentionally. So I broke my process down. I taught it to them. They took plenty notes and they are really pushing this content out and it's looking better. It's feeling better. And they're starting to see the results um, that they want within their business. So sign up for the masterclass. I mean, sign up for the mentorship program or just get the class. Either way, you can still have some kind of access to me for help. Now, as you can see from the topic title of this podcast today, we are going to be talking about how to lash faster. This is something that kills us all as lash artists when we first start our lash journeys. You know, you take the class, you graduate from school, you're feeling on top of the world like, yes, I'm going to get all the clients. I'm going to make these six figures and it's about to be a breeze. And it goes nothing like that, <laughs> especially once you move from your mannequin to that first set of human eyes or those first few sets of human eyes like the mannequin she cool you know like her lashes don't do the most they ain't super full and crazy it ain't curly and all the things but oh my god when you get a human and you see that there are so many more eyelashes on a human and you're lashing and it's been two and a half hours and you're not done with the first eye that is some hurt right there but Truth be told, there's nothing that you can do to speed past that process. You know, you got to trust the process and just grow through it. But I do have a few tips to help you speed up your lash service time. So let's get into it. The first tip that I have is to prepare before your appointments. When I first became a lash artist, it was in August of 2020. And that is when, you know, we were in still the peak of COVID. Things were still kind of sort of opening back up, but the world was still pretty much locked down and had all these restrictions and limits. So one thing that I was advised to do by one of my friends was, you know, make sure when people get here, they see you wipe your bed down and they see you clean your tools and they see you, you know, Lysoling and blah, blah, blah. And do you know that took so much time just to try to prove, hey, I'm a clean person. I'm a clean elastic. <laughs> it took so much time wiping the bed down, letting it dry, putting a dressing on the bed, setting up my station so you can see me getting the tweezers out of the plastic. And it took a lot of time. And so to save time for you and for your clients, make sure that you are preparing when preparing before your client arrives. Once your client gets to your lash space, all you should have to do is jump into their consultation. You know, of course, greet them. If they're a new client, you want to build rapport. You know, of course, asking how was your day and how did you find me? And thank you for, you know, the opportunity to service you, all the things, talk about the, um, and while y'all are talking, you should be analyzing their eye shape so that you already know, okay, she has an almond eye shape. Any kind of styling will be good for her. So you can recommend when y'all get into talking about the styling that she may want. You can show her the lens during your consultation and all those things. So once your client arrives, all you should have to do is get into the consultation part. Um, after the consultation, you should be able to jump right into the service. You should already have your lighting, you know, set how you need it to. Now, my light, um, I don't have it super bright when my clients come in because I do, you know, want a very comfortable and relaxing feel in my lash room. So I do have my light where I can adjust it. And I'm sure if you have a ring like you can adjust it too. But everything else in your room should be set up. I have these um, what are they called? I don't know. They're like curtain lights, you know, the lights that kind of just go down the wall and they have the um, greenery on them. I have those. So I make sure those are already on. I make sure my candles are already lit. I have a um, wax warmer that I use and I actually put, um, what are those things called? The the scent beads, the scent booster beads um, that you put in the laundry. I put those in my wax warmer because it just makes the whole house smell amazing. Um, so all of that is already ready when my clients get here. My lash cart is set up with my rinse bottle, my lash 
lash shampoo, the tweezers I'm going to use, my adhesive, everything is already ready to go. Um, the music is playing. Let's talk about music real, real quick. Um, I do not play music with lyrics um, during my lash appointments. Because if I say this is a luxury experience and I want you to have all of the comfortable luxury feels, I want you to get a good lash nap, having the music going, songs that you already know, that's probably going to be a little distracting. Even if, you know, it's like praise and worship music, that can still, although it'll feed your soul now, it's still distracting. And this is a time for clients to come in and release everything, relax, and just have some me time. So I only play either spa music or a smooth jazz so that they can, you know, feel comfortable, relax, get that lash nap, and I can get my work going how I need to. So that's that on that. Make sure everything gets good and set up and prepped and ready before your clients arrive. Tip number two, pre-make your lash fans. Okay, so this helps with so many things. If you're a beginner lash artist or you're still working to increase your speed, pre-making your lash fans can save you a lot of time during appointments. When I was still a beginner lash artist, one thing that I did when I started pre-making my fans, I went to Michael's The Craft Store and they had these containers. It was like this big container that had these circular cylinder stackable containers in it. It came with like six rows of those. And so each container, I had it labeled for the most common lash lengths that I used, which were probably like 12 millimeter C-curl, 14 millimeter C-curl, whatever the, uh, other lengths that I use mostly for the few clients that I had. So before appointments or during my free time when I was doing nothing, um, I would pre-make my fans and I would let them dry, of course, so that the fans aren't like sticking together in the container. Um, I would let them dry and then put them in the respective container, seal them up. And once it was time for me to start my service, I had already fans made. So all I was doing was picking up those fans, putting my adhesive on them and applying them to my client's lashes. I wasn't having to hand make my fans during the service. I hand make my fans during the service. Now I don't pre-make anymore because I am much faster. So just to, um, for as a beginner kind of tip, kind of helpful thing, pre-make those fans, store them and use them. That'll help you a lot. Um, the difference between pre-made fans and pro-made fans is basically pre-made. I would consider that something that you made Pro-made, I would consider something that you bought. So um, before I started hand-making fans, I used Easy Fans, and I also used Pro-made fans from thelashsupply.com. I still use products from thelashsupply.com. Their lashes, adhesives, and now tweezers are the only tweezers, I mean, are the only products um, that I use, or that's the only place I get my lash products from. Um, if you guys want to shop with them, shop online and save you some coins. Use discount code T10, and that's T-E-E-1-0, -E and you'll get 10% off your orders and free shipping, and that is thelashsupply.com. So I was buying pro-made fans from them, and those boxes were $30 a box. And I could probably do two and a half clients with those pro-made fans versus a regular, you know, like handmade fan lash tray. I can do, I don't even know how many people on one tray of lashes. So um, that's why I, you know, just had to do what I had to do to master the skill so that I could save me some coins. Um, 
And that's just that on it. So again, this is perfect for you to do when you're at home, when you don't have clients, when you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I could be doing with my business when you have somebody cancel or no show. Like we all hate that and that really sucks, but that is time for you to give attention to another space of your business. This also helps you build the muscle memory required to actually lash faster. That's one of the things that a lot of people don't share and probably don't know and don't understand no matter how advanced they are increasing your lash speed or decreasing your what am I trying to say lashing faster <laughs> um that's all in uh, a muscle memory thing so the more you practice your isolation the quicker you get with it the more normal it becomes for your hand that you isolate with same for your fan making the more that you are making those fans you build the muscle memory and it becomes easier for you to do so it helps you to last faster and of course it helps you perfect your um fans and your speed all right, so tip number three, map your lash sets. I remember when I first kind of started getting into mapping, I wasn't really a big fan of it. I was in lash school and um, one of my instructors who was amazing, her name was Miss Sharina, shout out to her. Um, she was talking about mapping and asked, you know, had anybody found any benefit from it? And I told her I really couldn't get with it. So she told me, try it and see how much quicker you can get through your sets. And she was so right. So here's a disclaimer or unpopular opinion that I have about mapping your lash sets. Some people will say that mapping makes you and your sets less creative, but mapping actually gives you grounding. It helps you create balance and symmetry between both of the eyes of your client that you're working on so that the eyes are identical. And it also helps you to be more creative because you can actually recreate the sets that you're making because you're keeping record of what you're doing. You're mixing curls, you're mixing lens and you get to experiment with you know how you want your lash style styles to look and be now i would totally recommend that you try this stuff out on a mannequin before you put it on a human and then try it on a human but yeah so mapping is your friend i promise you mapping helps you one prevent stickies how oh we can't stand stickies y'all um and it's important to go through your set at the end to make sure that nothing is stuck together so that your client doesn't experience like any kind of discomfort with their lashes. But it also helps you save time because say if you have an eye split into, let's say, five sections because you're doing a cat eye. If you're working on that middle section, once you're finished with that section, you can go through it, make sure nothing's stuck, you good, move on to the next section. It also helps you work on both eyes quicker. I have noticed when I am mapping I feel more comfortable working on both eyes than when I'm just freestyling and not working on both eyes. Now, sometimes when I freestyle, just to make sure that everything stays consistent, what I do on one eye, I go ahead and do on the other. Sometimes I just remember what I'm doing. But when I'm mapping, it's like, okay, I can put my nines on the inner corner on this eye, put my I don't know, 12s on the outer corner on the same eye, and then I'll hop to the other eye, do the same thing, inner and outer corner. Okay, now I got a decent amount of the eye done. So let me now go to my section of my 10s and my third, oh, what come before 12? My 10s and my 11, you know, and work it like that, doing the same between both eyes. Now, where I would have normally spent as a beginner lash artist, where I would have normally spent two hours on one eye, I have spent two hours between two eyes and I've gotten four sections done. And if that eye, like I said, was split into five sections, 
five sections. I only have one section per eye left. And that's probably going to take me, what, 30 minutes to an hour? And that is perfectly fine as a beginner lash artist. Y'all, three hours for a full set as a beginner, as, a, as an intermediate artist, that is perfectly normal and perfectly fine. Please do not let social media have you thinking that you need to be doing sets in two hours or less or you suck. No. People who do full sets within an hour, hour and a half, I do not think that's a flex. I feel like you probably left a lot of natural lashes unlashed. You probably didn't isolate properly. Your placement of the lashes probably wasn't correctly. It just makes me, you know, question some stuff. Now, I have done a couple of full sets here recently in my advanced lash career stage or whatever. Um, <laughs> I've done a few full sets in an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. And don't get me wrong, I felt so proud. But I don't know what I had going on in those times because on a regular day, a full set is going to take me two to two and a half hours. And if clients have a problem laying down that long for a full set, they want somebody quicker. Oh, dang. Hate to miss you, but go find you somebody quicker. Period. Be comfortable with who you are and where you are in your last journey. Okay, let me get back on point. So um, mapping helps you present, helps you prevent stickies, which, you know, require extra time to separate. Um, what's been most helpful to me with mapping and speed is lashing and sections. Um, I just went over that, but it helps me feel less overwhelmed by a full set or it helps me feel less overwhelmed by a full set um, of lashes by being able to work in those small sections. So that is that on that with my third tip with mapping your set. So moving on to tip number four, practice isolation only. Spend time practicing isolating without placing lashes. Work on isolating without placing lashes because this will help you to, again, strengthen the muscles in your hand, which you need to actually last faster. Um, when I was a lash trainer, one of the um, exercises that I would recommend to some of my um, students to do to help them um, master isolation to lash faster is on their mannequins or if they lived with somebody, had a sibling, their mama, their daddy, their boyfriend, whoever, if they had a friend who would come over and let them, you know, just practice on them, practice isolation by just going in, isolating one lash, holding that lash between the tweezers for 10 to 15 seconds, letting it go, and then going somewhere else on the eye, repeating the same process, finding the lash, isolating it, just hold the lash there, hold the tweezers around the lash open for 10 to 15 seconds. What this is going to do, that is going to train your eye, it's going to train your brain, it's going to train your hand, it's going to train the muscles in your hand, and it's going to help you isolate much better, more, much more precisely, and, um, help you isolate faster now you don't want to apply lashes during this process because um you don't again you're focusing on the isolation you don't want it to be distracting you don't want to feel overwhelmed you're just focusing on the one skill right now which is isolation um and 10 to 15 seconds when you do get your lash speed up or if you don't um that's usually kind of how long it takes to pick up a classic lash put your adhesive on it and get it on that um natural lash it takes about the same time if you have pre or pro made fans if you hand make fans it might take you about that time maybe a little longer just depending but that 10 to 15 second hole that will really help you to build up the muscle memory in your hand and just repeat this process on both eyes do it for about 30 minutes I mean you ain't got nothing else to do and if you were working on somebody that 30 minutes or that yeah that 30 minutes that you're 
practicing, you know, you would spend way more time actually doing the lash set. So get used to spending time at your lash table and using your um, building your skills with your your products or your tools. So that is tip number four. And then my final tip for helping you lash faster is there is no magic trick or shortcut. Like you have to go through it. You have to go through those long hours, taking forever lashing. You have to go through the getting faster or thinking you're getting faster. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's taking you a long time again. That's just a part of the process. One of the difficulties that I had when I did start getting a little faster with lashing, I had a few times where it was still taking me three hours for a full set. One time it took me three hours for a fill and I was heartbroken because I'm like I'm better than this we've come past this but again it's a part of the process and my boyfriend told me because I was being so hard on myself he was like one day we're gonna laugh about this like you're still growing and you know getting getting to know this new skill and um we definitely laugh about it now so (laughs) um know that your process is your process and there are no shortcuts lashing is very meticulous and it takes a lot of practice it takes a lot of failing and it takes a lot of time to master you have to be okay with practicing and it's truly the only way that you're going to get any better or any faster don't compare your speed to anyone else's this is one thing that I did in the beginning because I was seeing the last artist on Instagram who had been in the game for a couple of years and I hadn't even made a year or even after I had made a year and I'm comparing my time to their time and comparison kills Go listen to that episode. It's one of the most recent episodes on the podcast. Comparison kills. It totally destroys your confidence. It can eat away at your faith. It can make you just feel like a loser. So stay in your lane and keep your eyes on your finish line, which will always be moving, by the way. There's always something more to learn, something more to grow, something more to work through, a new hard thing to master. Like That's just the name of the game. Um, So Remember also that everyone, like I mentioned earlier, everyone who's lashing fast is not doing quality work. Um, If clients have an issue, again, with their speed, then they may not be the clients for you, and that's okay. Um, Keep working. You know, focus on quality and build your skills. So, y'all, I hope that this episode was helpful. Um, I hope that there were some tips in there that you can use, some things that you can do practically. Now, if you have any questions, drop them in the review section or follow me on Instagram at Powerhouse Lashes by TTB. Ask your questions there in the DM. I'll be happy to respond to them and help you however I can. For the viewers on YouTube, you can drop your comments. Of course, your questions in the comment section, and I'll be happy to um, respond and answer and help you guys however I can. I hope that this episode makes your last journey a little bit easier, and I will talk to y'all in the next one.